grudge is on. The powers that are continue to be, and the rest of us malcontents, gutter snipes, and deluded scum trudge on, cursing the woes of ourselves and the world, nothing more than degenerates of society. Now, I've been there, I've been at the low point, barely human, falling down hills drunk in my own slop, so far from the warmth of the sun. And I know some of you can relate as we traverse through this shit tunnel of life. And as I walk through the feces today, a thought sundered my mind like a lightning bolt. And as the urine bubbled around and the stench clotted my nostrils, I breathed freely knowing that I am in no way, shape, or form associated with the Washington team mascot redacted. Mark Ruiz, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm ashamed to be from the same home state as the uh, the Washington racial slurs, but, you know. And just so everyone understands, w- ladies and gentlemen, Mike is actually joining us via the power of the interweb on the application Zoom. Shout out to our new sponsor this week, Zoom. <laughs> Zoom, when you got to make a call, why not Zoom? Mike has been a part of this league for a while. Um, first internet guest, we also have Andrew here in the studio. Yep, I'm back as usual. Oh, no. And I'm we, PTSD right now. And <laughs> in, the peanut gallery, in the peanut gallery, in the peanut gallery, Ian Atkins. Hey. Give me Vietnam flashbacks. The Nemesis is back, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe it. Um, so, yeah, there is some bad blood, or I don't know if it's bad blood or... I'm not sure what sort of blood it is between uh, Mike Ruiz and Andrew Shuttler, but they're maybe they're going to bury the hatchet today, maybe in each other's skulls. No, no, um, I, I love Andrew. I'll say it, I love Andrew, but he looks like he shaved off his pubes and glued into his face, and that just bothers me. <laughs> it bothers and me as well, Mike. Will. It bothers me as well. I, I agree. That's, that's, always will. That's the look I'm going for, Mike. And yeah, I, I love Mike also. Um... I think we're, we're just good at, uh, what's the right way to put this? Um, playing Banter, off each other. Maybe, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, we're going to get into that and more in this episode. Um, first, league news, obviously the Washington uh, team mascot redacted are a walking joke in the NFL. Cool. Um, this doesn't look good for Commission's 180,000 won bet, by the way, uh, with Dale Manning. But um, what was that? What was that bet, was again, that bet again? If you could I remind believe, me, I believe. What was the bet again? The the Commission bet that the Washington team name or team mascot redacted was going to make the playoffs. This uh, year. Look at the Commission's draft last year, and that's all you need to know. Oh, harsh take. Shots fired. Well, we're just going to talk about your draft in just a second, Mike, so don't worry. We'll, uh, we'll punish you as well this week. I, I deserve all the shit I get, but I, should, I have to get my licks in, too. Well, fair enough. And uh, some other league news. Um, also about the Washington team, tragically. Tragically, rumors and speculation, ladies and gentlemen, abound. And this could be... I mean, I'm not really sure. If you would play for a team with a racial slur, now how could you play for them, even if they change their name? It, it's looking like a three-horse race in the NFC East, in my opinion. Okay, I want to say this. Obviously, lots of this whole Washington Post article came out. All of these things happened years ago. And therefore, and, it's no, no, totally no, no, fine. No, 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 not at all. I'm not in any way condoning any of the actions. Dan Snyder apart, who is the owner of the team, all of the people that were apparently involved in this have since been fired. Ron Rivera has come in with, and he's brought in, he's completely cleaned house and brought in a whole new coaching staff, even backroom staff. I don't see how this, it affects the brand, it doesn't affect how the players are going to play on the field. You hope not. Well, I... I can't lie, like, losing, losing Bruce Allen, firing Bruce Allen is a big step forward for the Red, the Washington racial slurs. <laughs> it's a big step forward for them. 
But at the same time, Dan Snyder has always been the problem. We all know that. The same is like there's a reason that the Bengals or the Browns have never won anything. And it's not bad general managers or bad coaches, it's bad ownership. And that's what, all, that's what is always at the heart of bad teams is bad ownership. There's a reason that the Patriots and the Steelers are the winningest teams in the Super Bowl area. And that's the Super Bowl era. Super Bowl era. And that's because they have good owners. It's just something we don't think about a lot. Good ownership is one of the most important qualities to creating a good team. Somebody who thinks that, you know, I'll hire my guys and let my guys do their thing, and I'm just the motherfucker with the capital, as opposed to, like, a Jerry Jones. Like, yeah, he won three Super Bowls, but Jerry Jones doesn't know football as well as a Bill Belichick does. I don't know. I will say this, though, about Jerry Jones. The only manager in the NFL to have played college football. Owner. Owner, yeah. Only, only owner in the, in the NFL to have played college Dude, football. he's the only, or, the only, the only one. one? He played lineman for Arkansas. Well, half of them are owned by old ladies. Oh. So, I mean, like, I think Jerry Jones actually would, would form, would be more on the Pittsburgh side. I don't, I, I don't think he's a bad owner. I think he's a real, like, he's a very boisterous owner. He's a businessman. I think he's a businessman. He's a boisterous owner. I wouldn't put he's him. He's one I wouldn't of the owners who think he's he not, should be general manager. He's not in Dan Snyder's class. Dan yeah. Snyder is, like, the He's Snyder's, not as bad as Dan Snyder, but Dan Snyder, what about who's, What's the name of the, the Cincinnati Bengals owner? I don't, the, the Haslam's for the Browns, the Cincinnati and owner. John Brown, I think, for the uh, for the, the Bengals. Char- the Chargers owner, like those. those the Thanos's, yeah. yeah. The McCaskies in Chicago. Another perfect example of how bad ownership ruins a football team. But let's move away from ownership because we got some players to talk about later. And none of us will ever oh, have an NFL okay. franchise as much as we can dream. Any, um, any other news this week? I think that what's interesting is that the rookies are going to report for the Chiefs and Texans on Monday. That's fucking madness. Um, <laughs> I mean, full steam ahead, it looks like. And I don't know if it's right, I don't know if it's wrong, but we're going. We're going in hot. Mike, would you have it any other way? What, what's your policy suggestion, sir, for the NFL? Um, don't let the players die. I've I've seen some things. I think uh, one of the companies has partnered with the NFL to develop like a a safer helmet, like a mask system that can be worn. The Sunglass Oakley company has made a visor that protects you from spray. A Tron-inspired visor. It looks badass. Uh, yeah, that, and that's a good idea. Like if, they, if the league actually takes precautions, fine. But if it's just going to be like, you know, like Florida, what the fuck are we going to do? And that's another big problem. Like the rookies come in, and that's fine for now. If you're in like, yeah, if you're in Kansas City, honestly, who gives a shit? But if you're in Houston, you're fucked. Well, Houston you're is get a the team. Virus. Funny you say that. Houston is a team that is having rookies come in on Monday. Oh, exactly, and that's why I think that you know another example of terrible ownership. But they're they're so fucked. We're co- we're coming like, into um we are coming. In, I th- I believe the owner of the Houston Texans did get COVID nineteen, um, but we're going into the the season is like it's upon us. Like training camp is about to start. We're gonna see if it's really gonna happen or not in the next couple weeks. In my opinion, just mm-hmm. my two cents. Um, if you compare the NFL to other leagues that have started. Obviously, NFL has, what, twice the size, at least, a roster than a football team. Um, well, probably, I'd say... Maybe three times more. I mean, I'd say with, with substitutes. Four, I'd say... Well, if we're talking about... Squad, we're talking about three, let's just say Premier League, because they're playing. Yeah. I would say that the NFL has five to six times the personnel. Of a Premier League team. Oh, total personnel, yeah. Total personnel. Because we have but, to, you have to, you have but, to. But they, they're not going to have a full personnel. But you need It's going to be stripped But back. you have to, if they're going to strip it down, that's one way. But if it's going full bore, then it's it's five to six to seven times more than the Premier League. But which I'm just saying percentage-wise, so someone posted an article saying there were 72 players that tested mm-hmm. positive. Uh, mm-hmm. Percentage-wise, that's probably... A, Probably about the same as the Premier League. Yeah, it's pretty average. And Nothing. the Premier League's 
kind of started without yeah. a hitch. Yeah, yeah, they've been playing. Uh, but it's also like the Premier League's in the UK. Well, like Boris Johnson's still full of shit, but they're handling it better than like uh, you, people you, are in Texas. You think so? Yeah, I think they're on a on a. You think so? But the UK is like, by most experts' opinion, the third or fourth worst country to be in during the coronavirus after the U.S. and Brazil. So it's not that the U.K. is that much better than the U.S. at containing mm-hmm. it, I don't think. I think it's just that they went ahead with the Premier League and said, okay, we're going to make as many safety precautions as we can, but we can't stop if a couple players get it. Yeah. The U.K. also has the same skepticism when it comes to wearing a mask. And I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that is pure idiocy. And also, mask up. Also, with uh, huge leagues, huge corporations like the Premier League and the NFL, they have enough money to test regularly, put in practices that mean that these players are in the safest possible circumstances to play. I mean, it's obviously, the season is not going to start with crowds. Yeah. And And that's fine. I don't mind if it's I'd say the NFL has, they're sitting on a couple million tests. Yeah. They're sitting on Easy. 2 million tests right now. They've purchased them. They probably have them. They're, like, they, they couldn't start without that. For sure. Um, that's just most of the other American sports leagues are looking at starting again soon. Well, I mean, the NBA uh, The MLB starts, is looking at starting again. M- the, the NBA starts any day now. Yeah. The MLB has started. The NHL has started. It, the, I, I do think the NFL is going to happen. And I do think that... This is sort of something we might have to come to terms with, that a player could be knocked out for three weeks, four weeks mm-hmm. from coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's something that the Premier League has shown, and the league, like the Bundesliga, and um, all over Europe, the soccer leagues, they, a couple players have been testing positive. But it doesn't stop the league from continuing on. Well, the, the bigger thing is, like, as... This is a fantasy football podcast, obviously. Like, and we'll talk about this later when we get to running backs. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott is actually pretty low on my ranking of top ten because we just don't know how the coronavirus fucked him up. And oh, that's going to be another big point. thing it's we're looking at. Yeah, he, he could honestly have yeah. a diminished lung capacity. I actually believe he has immunity. He's completely immune from the coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen, and therefore he's one of the safest players you can draft in the first round. I, I heard one of the safety measures that they've possibly putting in place during the game is going to be actually in the face mask they're going to have a in the face mask they're going to have a, a cover yeah Oakley and, and, Oakley yeah, Oakley, yeah. yeah, we, yeah, we yeah talked, I've heard that yeah. as well we, we, welcome to the podcast Andrew Strike One <laughs> we did say that before but Andrew uh, had to nip out for a oh, second oh sorry I yeah. Went, yeah sorry um, I went to the bathroom so Andrew had to pee well let's not let's not get over our heads and start speculating about things that the NFL is going to do about this COVID-19 we don't really know we are just a, a couple of creeps with a podcast yeah let's go so, back to going deep later. let's go back to uh, Mike draft position where are you picking Whoa. how do you feel and are you ha- happy sad I, I feel like absolute shit man <laughs> with my draft position. again what is your pick please remind our audience Number nine. I got nine. number nine. Okay. And there's just one behind John. One behind me. I'm not feeling good about it. Well, I feel pretty with you. bad. I'll trade with you on live air right now. I know. I learned my lesson about that shit. Well, that trade was fairly equal in my opinion. Because Antonio Brett, like, that was a fairly equal trade. We'll talk about your trades. Royce Freeman scored a bunch of you, you guys will give me plenty of shit about my trades later, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. All the shit I deserve and more. I'm sure okay. I will get it. Now, um, so you're picking ninth. Any thoughts about ninth? Who you get, what are you thinking? Who are you going with? Any, have you most tried? of my mocks, probably yeah. it's either going to be Dalvin Cook. Yep. Uh, I've see seen that. Kamara falling there a lot. So Ooh, either Dalvin Cook, Kamara. I don't think Kamara falls nine. That's a that's John will take him. I've I've seen some mocks for like three or four quarterbacks. I mean, that seems like Dak Prescott territory, in my opinion. Yeah, I think most likely it's Dalvin Cook or Dak Prescott. That's sort of a coin flip, though. Yeah, I I think I would. I don't know. I Dak is a good fantasy football quarterback. He is because he always does well during trash time, during garbage time. He always does fine during garbage time. 
Mm-hmm. And you can rely on him for good garbage time stacks. Yep. I think that Dak is going to go in the first round, if you want my honest opinion. Oh, me too. I think Dak will go in the first round. But I'm, as my QB1, I'm more interested in, like, it's a Sean Watson or Russell yeah. Wilson or a Sean Watson's ceiling is far higher than Dak's. And even Carson Wentz's ceiling, I think, is higher than Dax. Oh, that's... Sean Watson doesn't yeah. have anyone around him. But I think he's just... He's, he's so good. He's so good. He's going to run more so this year, I think. Yeah, you so could good. argue that without DeAndre Hopkins, he takes it more yeah. on his back and he... And runs Ky- more. Ky- yeah, I think Kyler yeah. Murray even has a higher ceiling than Dak. And Dak's. David Johnson. But Dak is very... He's so dependable. If you look at his stats his whole year, like every year in the league, he's very dependable. Very no, dependable. He his stats are high, he but it really game. depends on if you pre- do you prefer the high risk, high reward or the safe option. If you prefer the safe safe option, yeah, I'd probably pick Dak. But if you're looking for the higher ceiling, probably or, going for Kyler or yeah. Russ is better. Kyler or Deshaun Watson. Or, yeah, I mean Russ. Uh, if we can read the tea leaves on the commissioner's quote from the other day, I said I'm looking at Russ eighth. And the commissioner spoke rather cryptically and said, I don't know if he'll be there. Oh. So, Ooh. a little spoiler uh, from I mean, the commission. I do think the commission is going to go Russell Wilson at no, six. No, he won't. I mean, that's not even the best. Russell Wilson six, no way. No that's way. Not, no, I, in my, he no scored way. 35 touchdowns no, last won't. year. Commission will never go Russell. Russell Wilson has six. no one to back him up. That's 35 the he has, touchdowns. He has good receivers, but. Right now, his running game is going to be shot next year. He has a terrible he, offensive honestly, line. Honestly, he's, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know who he's, he's got? He's amazing. According to he's, amazing. he's the second best. Yeah. You know who he's got backing him up this year, though, Mike? Himself. Greg Ooh. Olsen, dude. Ooh. Greg's back. He's oh, back, baby. Have Greg, have Greg Olsen now. But I'm, um, I do think Chris Carson won't be the same. Not I don't Russell care about the running backs. I just care about the quarterback. And the quarterback is Russell Wilson. He scores... Touchdowns. He's one of. But he is the best deep ball. That's passer. the problem with this. Mm. Fantasy football Ooh, is the that. ultimate team sport. But he does. All you have to do is miss one cog, and a great player goes down a peg or two. But he doesn't throw interceptions. Number one, he's been throwing thirty mm-hmm. to thirty-five TDs a year. He's. I mean, he's. He's so good right now. I think he's so accurate. He's like he's his, safe. But his downside is so low, but his upside is like almost exponential. Yeah. Same so like in your QB because ranking, you, where's you, Rush? Okay, where's gonna, Rush in your QB ranking? I'd like one second. I'd like to just ask. He's third, but would you be surprised if he threw forty-two touchdowns? No, absolutely would not. Be, would you guys be surprised? Just, no, no, I would be surprised. And I, I love Russell Wilson. However, would you not rather take? Around the six to eight position, because that's what we're talking about. We're taking about would, would you not rather take a Dalvin Cook, a Derrick Henry, and then wait for a Josh Allen? Well, in, Dalvin Cook, in we round three or four. Dalvin Cook, we don't know his situation. We don't know his situation. Okay, yeah. given like he he's playing next yeah, year. Yeah, if he plays, yeah. I mean Cook he's is play. a very good. I mean, we had the same yeah. thing last year but with Zeke. I'm just saying that Russell Wilson He'll is play. definitely QB3. I'm also saying definitely. that I'm just saying Kamish is no way picking Russell Wilson. I mean, I'm just reporting what happened. Smoke and mirrors I'm by just Kamish. reporting Smoke what happened mirrors. on the the thing on the uh, on our fantasy group chat because I am interested in Russell Wilson at eight. If Russell Wilson is there at eight, Smoke and mirrors. Big deal. No way. I love Russell Wilson. But there's no way he's going at eight. As if he's going away from me. On a deserted island, I'm picking that man up. So if, if Russell Wilson showed up right now at my house with flowers and told me I broke up with Ciara, let me in, my door would be unlocked God knows how fast. But he's not going in the first round. I'm sure you are know why he comes to first, Mike. You don't think, wait, you don't think Russell Wilson's going in the first round? No. I think I, I agree, Mike, back before Russell Wilson. Wow, that is a hot take, in my opinion. That's a very hot take. All right, let's let's move on, let's ladies and gentlemen. Going, yep. uh, we're gonna have a little brief talk about your disastrous year last year, Mike. Now we've got your, okay, uh, sure. Yeah, we've got. Sure, your, I deserve this. Yeah, you definitely do deserve it, Mike. What what did you finish last year in the uh, the Jinju Bowl? What position? Thirteen. I don't know. I should. I deserve thirteen. There I is no. Wait, there is no thirteen. Well, there should be, because that's how bad his performance was. 
And he uh, had no I did thirteenth, but I came in eleventh. But his his first five picks are pretty good. Okay, so number one, do you remember who you picked first? I picked Saquon Barkley. Yep. Good. Then pick. my first five Keenan picks Allen, I remember were fine. Saquon Barkley, Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, no, you went Keenan, Jared Cook, and Deshaun yeah, Watson. All the time. Well, you went Melvin Gordon in the fourth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I picked Cook in the sixth. Yeah. Melvin Gordon in the fourth. And that was my Melvin first, was playing. Melvin Gordon trade. was not playing at that point. He was not playing at that point. I, but I didn't for, think it was a bad pick because we did trade on draft night for Mel. I I traded you for Melvin Gordon because I do think that, that was one of that was my second worst trade. You really probably. think so? Because in my opinion, he didn't play six games and he really didn't play about nine games because when he came back, he wasn't at full steam. And uh, he did all right when he came back. But Royce Freeman scored eight touchdowns this year. If you played Royce, Royce Freeman, Freeman he was good enough. Pretty good. But he wasn't. Would you really play Royce Freeman as your running back too? In the in beginning, when he's scoring touchdowns, so like last I year? If he was scoring touchdowns, yeah. It depends who else you had. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I took. I I feel like I did take the majority of the risk away from you. If you played Freeman, you would have. Like been, I'm not trying to say you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to say there's any collusion. Or that you I don't think it was that somewhere. bad of a, of a trade, in my opinion. All right, so after Melvin Gordon, you picked up uh, Deshaun Watson in the fifth. He was pretty good last year. Until you did something yeah. real wrong. Yeah. You did a real wrong thing. Yeah. What so a real bad This is the worst trade. Of all my trades, this that wasn't the, the worst. I can tell you what the worst trade was right now. What was that? No, Andrew's probably getting hard just thinking about it. I think Mark Ingram for Evan Ingram was my worst trade of last Ooh. season. All the terrible trades I made. No. That, that was is the worst a pretty one. bad no. trade. That's a pretty bad trade. That was the worst. That's the only one that, that keeps me up at night. No, it's That's the only one where, like, I look through the mock drafts and Evan Ingram's name comes up and I, I have a little Vietnam flashback. That's but the only one where I feel Mike, that way. Wasn't there, there, there was a couple of kickers involved as well that, that made it a bit more even. Yeah, but kickers are <laughs> kickers for a reason. You know what I mean? I think uh, you gave me Royce Freeman or something. You gave me like one or two players Also, extra. wasn't it Deshaun Watson for Josh Gordon? No, it was just... Uh, it might I be. actually, to this day, I will defend that trade. All right, well, what, what about the Deshaun Watson Ooh, trade? That's a hot take. To what this day, I will defend that trade because who is my QB2? Yeah, you got Dak in the 12th round, which is fantastic. Yeah, I, pick. That's, Dak. A, that's a very good pick. So yeah. I didn't need Deshaun and Watson. Dak was better than Deshaun Watson, I think, in terms yeah. of fantasy. He was, right? Um, Deshaun had 20. Dak had 2,000 yard, 2, yard receivers last year. It's just giving away a player of Deshaun Watson's for caliber Josh Gordon for is, Josh yeah, that, Gordon. That's rough. Honestly, that is rough. You could have got someone Dak? much better for yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now we're gonna keep going on here. Darwin Thompson, he didn't really become anything. He was that was like a real pre-draft buzz pick. Jared Cook yeah. was how was Jar Jared Cook? Does anybody? He, Jared Cook he had was a good second half. Was not bad. Good second. Jared Cook was not now, bad. This is where good tight end to have. Yeah, this is where you stumbled. Why did you pick a defense three in rounds eighth, in the eighth round? Oh, that that's easy. I was really drunk. And I made a bad choice. Well, this year, you got to start sobering up then. Because the, a defense in the end... I'll, I'll be drinking a lot of coffee at Dale's house this year. Okay, so let's look, I at, can tell let's you look that. at the picks that went after the Bears, who were... Russell Wilson <laughs> went <laughs> after the Bears. That's a great pick from Soundguy Keith, by the way. Jim, the ninth round, Russell Wilson. Jameis... Where is Soundguy Keith? I miss Soundguy Keith. He never talks on camera or on the microphone, but he usually sits uh, up. Tell some guy keep I love him to death. Oh, he's up there. He'll, he'll, he'll hear that. Don't worry, Mike. Jameis Winston, QB 2 or 3, was picked after the Bears. Um, a, a, a player, Mark Andrews. Devin, there's Devin there's Singletary. any number of better players that you could have picked. That was a bad pick. Kareem Hunt, oh, yeah. also not a great that, pick. That's a good pick. Best running back going to be next year. Oh, no, we, we, we have a peanut. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't. Because he... Did you drop him and then Niku picked him up? Nick Chubb? No, no, no. Because Niku had Kareem Hunt, so did you drop I him? I dropped him. Yeah. I think I dropped him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think because he's, he's a droppable player. He was suspended for six games. Eight. Eight? Yeah. Okay, 
yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the biggest mistake about your draft was you drafted Antonio Brown, who was a hothead, Melvin Gordon, who was holding out, and Kareem Hunt, who was suspended for half the season. I think you you, you didn't you had no you had no safety, no safety oh, net at all. My draft no last year was all about gambles. Yes. Every single gamble. And none I of them was. paid off. Oh, but you got Muhammad Sanu in the full team. Yeah, Muhammad Sanu went to the Pats eventually, but he still looks garbage. He dropped so, him before he went to the Pats. You, you have a couple good picks. Like, yeah, of course, Dak Prescott, the 12th, is a fantastic pick. Keenan Allen, the second, was fine. Saquon. But you really have no idea about risk and reward. Oh, yeah. Last year was full of mistakes, lots of learning opportunities. I will defend a good 65% of my trades, but some of them were garbage. Okay. Um, what would you say is, you said your worst trade was to Andrew. I mean. No. To Sean Watt. Well, yeah. No, I, th- I do think the trade, if it was Evan Ingram from Mark no, Ingram, that's no, a bit rough. No, it wasn't that one for one. There was someone else I gave you to make it better. Even still, getting rid of Mark Ingram for a tight end but, was the worst. Okay, thing. but also, can I? I Not I like I you didn't screw me. No, that was yeah. my mistake. No, Mike, can I just I say admit. you sent me a message during the trade negotiations saying I just feel horrible not having any Giants player on my team. Well, Mike, you gotta start to get another mistake that because. <laughs> um, anyway, we've we've gone through your draft. We've gone through some of your bad trades. Uh, do you have any sort of? Resolutions this year about trading. I'm going to turn off my phone the second a milliliter of alcohol passes through my lips. Very wise. This year. Very wise. I just say you because need to take more caution. More caution. Yeah, you know, like more I, caution. I admit, I took way more gambles than I should have. I didn't do my research, which never helps. Uh, I let Andrew slip a few roofies into my drinks, which also isn't wise. I think you have to be. Andrew comes off as a very nice and like jolly fellow. Gen, yeah, Andrew jolly, nice guy. He'll never he hurt you. He's ready. Yeah, he'll never hurt you or whatever. But honestly, oh, yeah. then the man will you destroy know it, you. He'll this, destroy you. Spread out on all fours on the bed. I just don't know. Just like you said, we were in completely different ends of the country while that trade was taking place, so no chance of that being a possibility. I'm just saying as well that Andrew will come up to you like a friend, like Satan, some would say, and he mm-hmm. will wrap his cloak of evil around you. I, he yeah, will. I can see that. He will take your best player and give you somebody, and he'll leave you with a bunch of notes from Sam Harris, as if it's something to mm. you know write home about. Jesus. Now, if that's okay with you, we're going to running back. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I'm okay with not taking my whipping anymore. All that's right, fun. good. Um, we're going to move on to the top ten running backs and tight ends. And we're going to start mm-hmm. with the uh, running backs. And we're going to follow the same format that we did for the wide receiver quarterback episode. So, we, mm-hmm. we want the top three, and then four, five, six, and then seven, eight, nine, ten. We're going to start with you first, Mike. So, can you tell us what is your number one, number two, number three, Running back, uh, please, number. sir. Which I gotta pull up. I have my document. Where did I? Where did this shit go? Well, let me. Let's get uh, Ian from the peanut gallery. Who do you think your top running back is this year? Good. It's gonna be Cream Hunt. I think he's uh, gonna take it out. And uh, oh my uh, fuck! <laughs> I oh, agree. I agree. Cream Mike. Hunt is gonna be the Browns' top running back, according to Ian Atkins. What a troll, ladies and gentlemen, trolling us from the peanut gallery. My nemesis. Jesus fuck. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> number one. Mike, give us your top three. What do you got? Top three. Uh, number one, I still have CMC. Number two is Saquon. Number three is Dalvin Cook. Ooh, okay, that's, nice. Wow, okay, that's hot. Number three, Dalvin Cook. Any? What, what's your reasoning there, Mike? Can you tell us he about Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook is the entire Minnesota Vikings offense. He was exceptional last year. And especially now, Stefan Diggs is gone. I'm like, you have Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a fucking check-down master. I think Kirk Cousins is actually not the worst quarterback in the league. I put him on the... He's not the worst. He's not the worst, but he likes to check down. Yeah, I mean, he checks down a lot. He's still got Thielen, and they got the young guy, Jefferson. 
Personally, I don't think Dalvin Cook is the hot take. I think CMC at number one is the hot take. All right, and explain yourself, sir. Because I read a lot about Saquon Barkley being number one again. Uh, the I think the big thing for CMC is going to be having Teddy Bridgewater under center. Is that helpful or hurting him? I think it'll help him. Bridgewater is definitely a check, a check down kind of quarterback. Yeah, I think um, having Bridgewater under center will help I, McCaffrey a lot. I just feel also like he's, I, he's been. I used spent a lot of this lot. week reading stats and McCaffrey. Like we think of last year as his breakout season, but even in 2018, he had no, a pretty similar no, season. It wasn't that different. He's definitely he had he's had three very good seasons, but in my opinion, he has had his peak season. It's probably his peak. Because that was like I think a he, very like bad... David Johnson is a perfect example. David Johnson was number one. You know, funny, I had David Johnson the year when he was the number one fantasy football player. Mm-hmm. And that was his peak, and he'll never be that good again. Possibly. And probably, but I don't think CMC will have the same dramatic drop that a David Johnson had. Okay, and uh, Doc, who are you going one, two, three? All right, I got my man Saquon Barkley, number one. Everyone knows I love this man. I've got a bet on with Dale that he's going to outscore. I'll be back. Okay, sure. Go ahead, Mike. Um, yeah, I've got a bet on with Dale Manning that, that Barkley's going to outscore CMC. And as his official nude photographer for ESPN, I can confirm that Barkley looks incredible this year, uh, all over his body. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aroused for Saquon Barkley. Number two, I got CMC. The reason I don't have CMC number one is, like I said, Saquon's delightful Greek bo- body, Greek god body. And uh, I, just, I just think there's a risk that they're not going to use CMC quite as much as they did last year. I think that was a, a very bad football team, and there was, they really had nothing else going on besides him. Yeah, CMC was the only positive story for the Panthers last year, and I think Joe Brady's going to come in and change the game plan up a little bit. And then number three, I got Zeke because he is immune to the coronavirus. Allegedly, I don't believe that, but um, yeah. And I'll, I'll jump in with mine. I also have Saquon at one. Um, going into his third season, the man produced down the stretch. The man is, for lack of a better word, he is what we all desire to be. Two, AK-41, Alvin Kamara. Oh, baby. Hot take to some. Um, contract year, rookie contracts running out. Uh, he still was the same player going through a bit of a, a couple of little nagging injuries. He played 15 games, I believe. Did not score a lot of touchdowns. That was his problem. Um, still produced the same sort of stats receiving and running, but without that sort of explosive 12, 18 touchdown season, which I, I do see him getting back on track for that. And then three, I'll go CMC just because I think that Last season, there was a confluence of events that led to him being that used. I don't see him being that used. That team that he was on was very bad. They had nobody else on the team. It was literally give the ball to McCaffrey, get the ball to McCaffrey, and see what we can do. I, I, I just don't see him ever getting to that, what did he have, 22,000 yards, almost 2,100 yards this year, uh, total offense. That's hard to do back-to-back. That's really hard to do back-to-back. Andrew, what do you think? Uh, yep, consensus. Barkley, number one. I've got CMC, number two. I kind of wanted to put him lower because I think there's going to be a big regression, but it's CMC, so I'm just like... You, you have to throw him in there. Yeah, that's what he's, he is so He's so good. Yeah. I think we're not trying to say he's bad. Yeah. I think we're trying to say that he had... Perhaps. He's not going to have another season like that. Yeah, That it's was like it, such a magical season for him in terms of stats. Uh, Obviously winning, they were shit. But he was the only person on the team doing anything. And yeah. that you, you can't expect a player to do that. New coach, ago. new yep. scheme, we don't know how he's yeah, going to be Yeah, we're not really used. sure. It could be a and you assume that he'll be used a bit less. I think he yeah. might. I hope so. Yeah, because yeah, if yeah. this is a new coach, it's probably a rebuilding year, which means they're going to try to like reserve him a bit yeah. develop other players develop other players and then maybe in the year after that 
He's hitting the fold and he's still hitting the whole. This arc. is his fourth year. This so is this is last year on his rookie contract. No, no he's he, a five he year. Resigned, he resigned. Oh, he, re- oh, he, he did. Yeah, he got money. He, he re-upped. He got and then number three, I've got, got Derrick Henry. Got Derrick Henry is a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry just resigned. Um, the way that the Titans play football is just it's all ground cool. and pound. Hey, hey, Andrew, you're putting is somebody putting Derrick Henry at number three? Andrew yeah. Shatler um, is. Yeah. I think that's madness. I'm sorry. Me but too, Mike. He's not in my top ten. That's okay. I'm He's not okay. A, I'm, 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 I'm kind of in agreement with Andrew because, it, like, people think Henry has been used a lot. He hasn't been used as much as you think. He's still fresh. He's ready. Yeah, the big thing is just, like, PPR. Like, if you're in non-PPR, solid. Henry, top five. For sure. I mean, he but was he, top. He hasn't been catching the ball enough to be in the top three. But he was top three without catching yeah. anything. He scored 18 touchdowns. The thing that I'm saying is, okay, there are people that I've ranked below him that are better running backs or have a wider skill set. I'm just saying that the way that he's used and the way that the Titans play football, apart from maybe Maybe Minnesota and Cook... There's no running back that's used as much as he, him. He is their team. He like yeah. they go with him. I, I do also think Dion Lewis got cut. Exactly, he yeah. did. Yeah, so Henry, that that could go, play dividends for him yeah. in the passing game. They go with they go. That team goes as Henry goes. Yeah, and I, I don't mind it at third. The man led the league in rushing. Yeah, it was an absolute monster. And he, he's he's about that's three fine in non PPR, but he's, not in half PPR. That's the big thing. He's, it doesn't even matter in my opinion if he's grinding you down. We saw what he did to the supposed best team in the AFC. He ate him up. The, he the, ate up the Ravens the, like they were nothing. Yeah, the Titans move the ball, and any time they get to the goal line, Henry, four they're times. giving it to Henry. Like other teams, there's not always one player that's always at the goal line. For the Titans, you get Henry, him in the five-yard line. Henry's getting the ball. Henry's getting the ball. There is no second yeah. back who's going to poach yeah. touchdowns. Henry yeah. is getting those touchdowns. Yeah. All, right, All right, Mike. Four, five, six, please, yeah. Mike. Oh, you got? Four, five, six is... So four is Kamara. Yeah, I love it. I agree. Easy. Then number five is David is Derrick Henry. Okay. So not that. Six different. is Nick Chubb. Ooh, Ooh, I agree with you on that one. What do you think of that peanut gallery monster? I like Ooh. it. Yeah, he likes it. Uh, what about you, Doc? Uh, yeah, I got. I like I said, I actually agree with Mike Kamara at number four. The reason being that poor guy was injured last year a lot, and he did not score many touchdowns. I think that touchdown number is going to go up, and he's going to reclaim his place as a top four RB in the league. Then I got Josh Jacobs, ladies and gentlemen. Josh Jacobs, number five. five. Honestly, I like it, and I like it a lot. Let me just tell you I like Josh Jacobs a lot, but I I don't know if it'll be that high in PPR format. I love him. That's the only thing I worry about. Let me just tell you why. Uh, He played 13 games last season. 11,050 yards, seven touchdowns. Around 90 yards a game, he's an absolute monster. I think if the Raiders get any better, or if he just plays a full season, he's got to be in contention for the top five RBs in the league. And then they got Joe Mixon at number six. Okay, Mixon at six. Oh, that's that's a bit know. high to I, six. I have a lot of trouble yeah. with that. Mixon, that's a bit high for No way. Jo- yeah. Josh Jacobs, I could see him having his breakout sophomore year, but Joe Mixon, oh. Mixon's a hard... He plays Mixon, on the Bengals. That's all you yeah. say. He plays on the Bengals. Mixon is a hard guy to draft because he's on the worst team. He's the worst franchise in the NFL. Let me just um, defend myself real quick. What about the Washington name redactions? I, I, I honestly <laughs> think that the Bengals are worse than the Washington name redactions. Like, in ter- they don't have an indoor practice facility in the middle of Cincinnati. That's insane in 2020. Let me just defend myself real quick. Reasoning behind Joe Mixon. I think everyone agrees he's one of the most talented backs in the league. Yeah, he's, he's very talented. He's very good. I, I, yeah. I, I am optimistic with Joe Burrow being an upgrade over the, uh, the red-haired Raven 
that was playing there last month, last month, last year. Oh, please don't, don't do that to Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was not bad enough to deserve that much ire. Yeah, I, I, I agree, I liked, Mike. I, I agree, Dalton Mike. Well. Andy Dalton was a stand-up guy. Burrow, yeah. a running, a running quarterback. I, I like that for Joe Mixon. He's not a running. He's not a running quarterback. I want to classify. He escapes the pocket a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. like Rogers. He's not a running. Yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I think that that that, that the enough. same way Patrick Mahomes is a running quarterback. Anyway, why do you think Mixon? Uh, I think the, the offensive line is going to improve a lot this year. And that was the main thing that was holding Mixon back last year. Okay. And, uh, and, and he catches the ball. And A.J. Green was out. They could but, stack the ball. But also, Dude. by the way, they have not signed A.J. Green. A.J. Green is one of two players who did not sign his franchise tender, uh, franchise tag. So that means he's not playing. He can play. He can sign his tender up to the, the day of, of the season. But he has not signed any franchise tag. I think he will because of how injured he's been recently. He has no choice. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. We got to start firing. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go time. quick. I'll go quick through mine. I got Zeke four. Dependable. Yeah. If he, I mean, people say he's slowing down, but I mean, I, I just see him getting thirteen hundred yards. Cook, mm-hmm. and I have an asterisk. If he if he plays, oh. of course he's number five, he was an absolute beast. He had about 1,800 total yards last year. You, you can't rank a man lower than, That's the thing than is, that. We do not give Steve Smith enough credit. He had probably the best pick of the draft last year. Yeah, Cook was a good pick. No, that was oh, was he, no, 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 he low, took Ezekiel Elliott low, at low yeah. Cook. Yeah. I think it was. But yeah, obviously the Zeke in the second round was a ridiculous pick. We, and we it's kind of the, the repeat. Like, Dalvin Cook will be the Ezekiel Elliott yeah, this think, year. Yeah, I think Dalvin Cook is... Like, he's holding out. You shouldn't draft him. And somebody will take him at yeah, 9, 10, 11, or 12. And he'll five. come back and wreck everyone. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good pick. And then I got Chubb at 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like uh, Chubb. Andrew Love Chubb. Chubb. I, I, I've got the same 4, through. Elliott. Uh, 5, Cook. Kamara at oh. 6. I just want to say a quick word about Cook. Uh, so Stefanski was the offensive coordinator in, Min- in Minnesota last year. He's now gone to the Browns, and their offensive coordinator now is Gary Kubiak, uh, who was head coach at the Broncos when they went to the Super Bowl. And if you look at Gary Kubiak's record, he is a pass-heavy coach. And so I just think that with the change of coaches... Cook might see a, a, a downturn in his usage. All right, I like it. Uh, Mike, can you give us your 7, 8, 9, 10, please, sir? Okay, so 7 is Zeke. Interesting. A little bit lower than the rest of us. Any reason why? Oh, yeah. Uh, Corona? Uh, Rona is a big one. Also, CB Lamb. Like, they're adding more and more weapons on the, uh, on the offense in Dallas. And I think that just, like, almost... I'm not really willing to take a bet on any Dallas player who isn't Dak Prescott because, you know, everyone else just has to share so much. There's too much talent on the team for, you know, anyone besides Dak to be a viable fantasy option. And what about next? Point. All right, well, fair enough. What about your 8, 9, 10, sir? 8 is Austin Eckler. Oh, my Ooh. God. I, Mike, I've got him up there as well. Oh, no, I hate it. Eckler had a thousand yards receiving last year. Yeah. Well, okay, like nine hundred and seventy, but yeah. he had almost a thousand yards receiving, and he was sharing with Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Imagine what he's gonna do this year. And Tyrod Taylor, very different to Philip Rivers. Yeah. Also, I'm excited for Eckler. New quarterback gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of checkdowns. Yeah. Eckler yeah. is yeah. a scrub. Bad pick. Yeah. Good to have you back, John. Eckler is. Eckler, I think, is a very bad pick at eight. Anyway, what about nine? Nine ten, sir. Nine is Leonard Fournette. Oh, oh no. my god! I, I think I hate that even more. Oh my god! Okay, I might defend this one. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you? Why do people hate Leonard Fournette so much? Because it's terrible. He's pretty consistent. No, I had a career year. Last year was his career year. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was quite good. I had him in if his rookie year. It was the best. No, if you look at his stats last year, they were. Very, oh, but he had like two better. plays that were like a hundred yards. He was and much. Those better. receptions. All those he dump offs. Yeah, he got receptions God. this year. It was gross. He was like very that's, good that's this the thing. year. Like, can you, better than you think. When you play on a bad team, there's going to be checkdowns, and yeah. your your running backs are going to do better because of that. Yep. And yeah. who, who do you got nine? They got Chris Thompson. I'm just going to say that. They got Chris Thompson this year, and he might take some of those who, targets. Who do you have nine? I think it's he's head in the league. Mike. 
This is 10? I think this is yeah. 10, right? Mike, what's your 10? 10 is Miles Sanders. Oh, boo. No, boo. that's not a bad pick. Boo. That's not bad. He He's very explosive. Yes. Yeah. And also, who else is on his team? Like, we're uh, playing Austin PPR. Scott. Boston. People forget, we're playing PPR. The pride Who's of Boston. He's going to catch passes besides Miles Sanders. I like that. I like that for 10. Yeah. I, I do. Sanders is on my uh, radar. Yeah. Who's um, going to catch passes besides him? He's he's dynamic. He had thirteen or fourteen hundred yards last year total. Like, if he doesn't get hurt, yeah, he'll do great. Right. Uh, Doc, I just don't want to be any part of the Eagles backfield. Yeah, Doc, fire through seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven. I'm gonna do it real quick. Uh, number seven, I got my man Dalvin Cook. Awesome player, but he never plays a whole season, and I did Love not. Him. Love him. I did not do his surgery though, Mike, and that's why I have doubts about his knee. Who, sorry? Dalvin Cook. Cook. Okay. Uh, number eight, I got my man. Obviously, I've got Chubb here. Uh, 2019 rushing leader. Too well, too well. If it wasn't for that man, Kareem Hunt. Uh, then I got Aaron Jones at nine. I think he's a good running back, but I, I don't think he's going to score as many touchdowns this okay. year. And at number 10, I actually got Kenyon Drake okay. at number 10. Oh. Let me just real quick give me my, my reasons. Very young man still. He's fresh. He hasn't had a lot of carries. Mm-hmm. He averaged 140 yards. In games where he played for Arizona and they won. And I think that's going to be a team where they win a lot more this year. Overall for Arizona, out of the uh, the games that he played, it was 80 yards per game. He had uh, four receptions per game and eight touchdowns in eight games. So yeah. I like Kenyon Drake a lot. He was very. He I was also awesome. like Kenyon Drake quite a bit. He'll go in the second round this year. Probably. I'm yeah. sure. Um, I'll jump in with my four. Seven, I have Clyde. Edwards Hilaire. You remembered his name. Oh, <laughs> no! No! Chocolate class. Oh, seven. I, I hate that pick. And the I'm reason sorry, I have I, that pick I, is because I've been I love watching, you, the fellow Giants fan, but I hate that pick. I've been watching Andy Reid my whole life. Watching that walrus pretend he was a land animal. And he's always had a running back on his team... <clears throat> That gets about eleven to thirteen hundred yards rushing, and another two to three hundred yards receiving. That is hilarious. Uh, Edward Tiller, sorry, mix that up. <laughs> uh, now eight, I got Mixon because the talent's there. The team just sucks. Uh, he's gonna produce. He's gonna get his eleven hundred yards. He's gonna get his eight touchdowns. Uh, Henry, I have ninth, and I when I made this list, I thought Henry was too low. I just think yeah. I, I'm I'm so like I I'm a Henry believer, Good. but I am also Henry's upside is limited by the fact that he doesn't catch passes right, whereas like you could see Kamara, CMC, Zeke, Cook, uh, Edward Tillaire, or Mixon catching sixty passes. Or Saquon. Saquon, 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 you can Dude, see Kenny. I, I still There's think no that way Chubb is going to rush as much as Henry. Yeah, but I don't. I I don't think that Chubb or Henry. I don't think Chubb or Henry will. Um, I don't think Chubb or Henry. They're not the pass catching backs in my time. But they. That's the problem. The Chiefs. The Chiefs still have Damian Williams. Yeah, but he, that guy is a scrub. Anybody who picks him needs to know he but is. Andy Reid likes him for he, some reason. Yeah. Damian Williams is for... an eighth or ninth round pick at best. Anyway, I um, understand that. that but they're why, splitting the backfield. That's why I have Henry ninth, even though I love him, because the other guys offer like a fifty plus reception upside season. Uh, and then I have ten. I'm going to agree with the doc and say, Josh Jacobs didn't break out this year. Isn't going to break out this. He broke out. That man has a story of hardship. You think he's going to fucking go down with a couple fucking linebackers? Lived in a car? Lived in a car for like seven <laughs> years. You think a couple linebackers scare him? He'll take it right to the fucking hole, get you six yards a clip. Uh, Josh Jacobs at 10 is, I think Josh Jacobs is the safest second round pick in the draft. Andrew, who are you thinking? Okay, seven. so at seven I've got Chubb. Everyone knows how much I love Chubb. We've wa- waxed lyrical about it on the podcast before. Certainly better um, than Green. Oh, yeah. Chubb. Um, Good and at eight, Chubb. I've got... Uh, sorry, no. So, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I've got Ekela at nine. I, Like Mike has already argued, he's oh, going to yeah. have so much receiving yards, yeah. so many receptions, yeah. 
There's Justin Jackson to compete with him in the backfield, who's a nothing. And then I agree with old Doc over here. At number 10, I've got Drake. I like it. Kenyon Drake, I just think being part of that offense and what they've got going on in the Cardinals right now with Murray, with um, DeAndre Hopkins, I think there's really special stuff that's going to happen. Great. And a, a quick yep. honorable mention that was really close, Aaron Jones and Clyde Edwards are there. Great. Um, and we're going to move on from that because we've been on this topic for a bit. Let's take, right now, let's uh, take a little break. Now word from a weatherman. Uh, weatherman, why you look so glum? Ah, uh, it's a long story, John. Do you know our small town, we just saved up the money. We've been trying to get a statue for years. And who'd you pick? Well, we finally got the money together. Thought, why not get George Washington? Ooh, Suddenly he's a bad guy for some reason. Yikes, not exactly the flavor of the month. No, not at all. But luckily, I know a guy. Yeah, what can he do? Merle's statue makeover, removal, and trade. At Merle's, they'll turn your George Washington into Denzel Washington. Oh, that sounds nice. He'll definitely go down well with the crowd, with the angry crowd outside my house. Well, whether you've placed your mistrust in some colonial slavers or just some generally bad dudes, Merle's is here to change that statue up. They'll tear it down, spiff it up, chip away all those ugly facts of history, and a brand new person. Could he do something with my Christopher Columbus as well? Christopher Columbus? <laughs> we could turn him into Chris Rock. And now for the weather. There's going to be a low pollen count this weekend. The rainy season's taking a break. And it's going to be a sunny weekend. Unfortunately, it's going to be thunderstorms from Monday to Friday next week. Well, you heard it here. Get to the beach on Saturday, and that's our weatherman. All right, nice. Now we're going to move on to the, uh, the final section of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be th the top ten tight ends very, very quickly with Mike, Andrew, uh, Hawk, and myself. Mike, you ready for your top three tight ends, please, sir? Actually, uh, yeah, let's it's the I, hottest of hot takes. I think we can split it this time, actually. We're going to change the format a bit and go, give us your top five. Yeah. Top five. One to five. Okay, I'll try, like, I'll try the top five, honestly. I think it's just a, a shit show. Go for it. Fucking cock shoot. Uh, top five is obviously number, number one, Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Consensus number one. Number two, George Kittle. Controversial. Number three, Mark Andrews. Okay. Number Ooh. four, Zach Ertz. Number five, Darren Waller. Okay. Well. I mean, standard. You can go to any website yeah, and see that. You can see that. It, yeah. If I wanted to watch Chris Harris. They're tight ends. They're tight ends. Nothing exciting. Okay. Uh, Doc, who are you saying? I got Kittle number one, ladies and gentlemen, because I need to mix this top five up a little bit. And I, I, oh. actually, I actually do believe that Kittle and Kelsey are relatively equal this year. And I think why not give Kittle the chance to, to take the number one spot for the first time in his career. I believe he's the only one that could do it over Kelsey, so, so why not? It'll make me look smarter if it, if it happens. Then I obviously got Kelsey number two because, of course, it's him. Mm -hmm. Number three, I got uh, Mr. Andrews for my Ravens team. And I know Andrew doesn't like this pick. And I'm a little bit worried, too, actually, because I know that Andrews is diabetic. And I'm a little bit worried in this corona season, as his endocrinologist, I have a, a deep understanding of diabetes and the interaction with coronavirus. I'm a little bit worried that maybe Andrews might just sit out the 2020 season. Okay. Then number four, I got Ertz. Oh. Old man Ertz. Again, I'm worried about my man Goldair. And uh, Ertz is lacerated kidney, but I'm assuming if everything goes well for Ertz, he'll still be a good option. And then five, I got, I got Darren Waller, who I love. Lots of uh, receptions last year. I think that'll go down. But perhaps his touchdowns, which were only number three last year, maybe that'll go up this year. Um, and that'll put him at my number five. Okay, and I'll rip through mine, and you take from it what you will. I got Kittle number one, Kelsey two, Waller three. Ertz four, 
And Hayden Hurst on the Falcons, number five. Oh, baby. I like Hayden Hurst. I agree with John there. Um, this is a, a little a little different. Kelsey Kittle Ingram, number three. Oh, no, you I didn't. think Evan Ingram is going to really make some strides this year. If he stays fit. That's the question. On the provisors that he stays fit. He's a number two, he, tight, he's number two or three tight the end. Most athletic, one. one of the most athletic tight ends has like, been in recent times. He's faster than Kittle Kelsey by yeah. about a mile. Uh, and then I've got Ertz and Andrews. But I really think Ingram is the one to make a big step Ingram up this year. Ingram is much faster than... Anybody else in front of him. And his hands are amazing. Yeah, he's he is a wide receiver, yeah. but he just gets bodied. And the few times that he played with Jones when the Giants were in a good position, he, he killed he, it. it. He yeah, killed he it. Well. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mike, give us your 6 to 10. Mike is AFK. Mike is down, so we're going to go into the dock. Yeah, we lost connection. Sorry, folks. That's all right. Um, so I got... Similar to you, John, I got Hayden Hurst at number six mm -hmm. uh, because I really do believe, given what happened to Austin Hooper last year, yep. that Falcons team, they can feed the tight end like nobody's business. And Hurst is a better player. Way better. He's as a former faster. Raven. Yeah. But as a former Raven, by definition, he's faster. He's a better player. Uh, he runs the 40-yard dash in 4.67, which is nasty. Number eight. Oh, no, sorry. Excuse me. Number seven. Uh, and I, I feel bad about this, ladies and gentlemen. I actually got Hunter Henry at my number seven. The only reason there's a big asterisk next to this, if he stays healthy, I got him at my number seven. The reason being, he played 13 games last year. He had 650 yards and five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. What uh, else you got? Uh, then I got uh, number eight, I got Ingram. Mm -hmm. I, I do think he's talented, but again, it's just all about the health. Number nine, I got Gronk. If you, if you listen to the draft episode... You probably heard me make a massive mistake in taking Gronk way too early. And the reason being, I, I actually like him this year to, uh, to imitate Jimmy Garoppolo. No, no, the other Jimmy, Graham. Jimmy Graham, uh, a couple of years ago with Seattle. And then number 10, Jonu Smith, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Touchdown machine, Jonu Smith. You like him. Uh, okay, so if you don't know who that is, I don't I had him last year. Yeah, he did very him. well for me. Good player. He scored against my Ravens in the playoffs with an amazing... One-handed catch. A very talented guy. He's fast. He's tall. He catches well. And I actually believe that he's the only other person that can catch a ball in Tennessee. He took over from, who was the tight end before? Aaron uh, Walker. Walker. Yeah, Walker. Delaney, Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker, yeah. Um, well, good picks there, Doc. I'll just, I'm going to rifle again right through mine. Ingram at six. The man, he's, he's more talented than Kelsey or Kittle by Ooh. far. I'll that's make a that's a bold statement, but, but he I, is more I, talented. I, I, I have him number three, he's so faster, I agree. His yeah. hands are just as good. He's way yeah. faster than he. He's a wide receiver. It's just that he's a he's, big wide receiver. He's a little bit smaller, so he gets hurt more often. Um, but Ingram is more talented than either one of them two. Um, and I'm gonna go seven is a bit of a shot in the dock. CJ Uzama from the Cincinnati the, the Bengals. Bengals because. Oh. You know how those rookie quarterbacks love to throw the tight end. But you've been shitting on the Bengals all day. It doesn't mean that I won't make hay when there's an opportunity. Also, Burrow in his college oh, career never threw to a tight end. Um, well, he's going to have to this year as he's going to be blitzed up the wazoo. <laughs> I got Andrews at eight, but that's more of a default pick. I'm not a huge fan of him. Higby at nine. Who knows what the Rams even yeah. are anymore? I don't want to pick anyone off the Rams. This I, year. I don't really love my 7, 8, 9, 10. And I, I, but 10, I, I actually. Uh, I don't think that don't give 10, the Rams too much hate. 10, uh, 10, the Rams still have McVay. They're not that bad. 10, I, I have um, Gronk. And now Gronk is not going to get you yardage, not going to get you receptions. But Gronk, in my personal opinion, is going to get you 10 touchdowns this year. Yeah, it could happen, like I said, to Jimmy Graham the second. Easy 10. I like it. Um, Andrew. Yeah, okay, uh, so I've got Hunter Henry, uh, Hayden Hurst, Darren Waller. Then I've got Noah Fant at nine. Mm -hmm. I think the Denver Broncos with Drew Locke and the weapons he's got, like Noah Fant is a, a stud. And then I've got Hawkinson for Detroit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think the Detroit offense is... It's just they have to do better this year. It's just because the, they were a shit show. Yeah, last there's a year. couple of running backs like who, uh, not running backs, sorry, <laughs> tight ends that are worth like a late round, like, that are worth it looking late round. Fat, Hawkinson, like, young guys. Seven are, out of those yeah, ten you could get, you get like in late, round ten. You should get them like yeah. or after. Yeah, I mean Hawkinson's worth a flyer. 
Uh, give us your second five. Can you give us your six to ten, Mike? That's that's hard because a tight end, honestly, I feel like pass number four. It's all the same. Well, just get rattle just get them out, rattle them out quick then. Give us your best drive. Fine, like got like Evan Ingram. Okay. Number four, then Hunter Henry. Number five, he can stay healthy again. Okay. Six. Six is Tyler Higby. Oh no. Oh boo. Well, you got seven, eight, nine. They're all tight ends, man. Like once you get. Past number five, they're all the same. What's your re- Just a quick question, Mike. What's your reasoning yeah. behind Higby at, at number six? Because, like I said, past number four or five, they're all the same. Like, uh, if you're not picking Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, Andrews, or Waller, you're just accepting you're going to have something mediocre. Fair enough. But what, can you talk about Higby at all in the, in the LA Rams this year? Or are you just uh, choosing I anyone? think people sleep on the Rams. They always do. Like, especially after last season, people sleep on the Rams. People want to say, like, Jared Goff is shit. No, Sean McVay is revealed as, you know, full of shit. But I just don't think that's true. They went 9-7 and seven in the best division in football. Okay. Fair enough. Let, let, let's rattle through your last ones. 7, 8, 9, 10, I think, or 8, 9, 10. Okay, so I, I still am hot on Jared Cook. Okay, who else? Cooper, also. Okay. Awesome. Cooper. Cooper. Oh, the Browns. Oh, wow. And then Gronk and Noah Font. Okay. But right. as my honorable mention, I want to include Mike Gusecki. Oh. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm Mike Gusecki. Mike Gusecki. I, 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 I like, like him a lot. Yeah. No, I can't let you away with this, Mike. You mentioned Austin Hooper's name. Yeah. Anything to defend yourself with before this barrage of, of, of hate? He should not be in the top ten. It's tight ends, man. Like, if we're talking about anything else, fine, but they're tight ends. It sounds like you're just disinterested in this topic, Mike. It sounds I to me really like... I really do think... No, I really honestly think once you got out of the top four or five with tight ends in the NFL, it's pretty much like a thing. Well, it, it sounds a lot like kicker, Mike. Yeah, it does. I feel that way. And and do you think next year maybe we should no. actually have... Uh, uh, no, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Doc, Doc, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, we can't hear you anymore, Doc. Sorry. There's no off. more of these radical beliefs we spouted yeah. upon this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Are we talking about this kickers now? This is a now? fringe group of people who believe also, this. I believe, it was, I believe it was Keith, Soundman Keith, that was talking about this yeah. stuff, not Doc. And I'm a great believer in anything Keith has to say, for good reason. But thanks for those picks there. Are we talking shit about tight ends? Because I'm okay with that. Good. We're going to wrap it up now. Um, Mike, do you have anything you want to say about the league in general, about any people in the league, anything? And it, I mean, it could be offensive. Get rid of tight ends, right, Mike? He has to nominate. Okay. Yeah. Well, number one is fuck Ian. Whoa! <laughs> my take? My, my, that's my statement. Mike, you're welcome back anytime. And right. what else? Anything else? You, you want to nominate someone he's for next fro- week? He's frozen. Mike, yeah. have you frozen yeah, yourself, yeah, sir? Yeah, he's dead. Okay, well, well, well actually, my control this... technology continues. That, that was it. It was like, That's it. fuck Ian. Yeah. And he's just, <laughs> Ian just hacked the stream, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. Now, I actually have something very important to announce for the end of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. We have received our first voice message from uh, the Going Deep from podcast. Who is it? Well, let's, let's just have a listen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm going to try and put this up to the microphone. So the audience can hear as well. Let's ha- let's take a listen. Heidi hi and Heidi Ho from Dale here. Uh, first time call, a long time listener to Doc and the Hawk. I have a question, and this is about the new FAD, the fantastic point system that's coming in. If three people all bet all of their fantasy dollars all at once, let's say thousand dollars each, who gets to play? If they're equal bits? Well, that's three people with equal bits who gets a player. Is it the person with the most championship rings? Ah, oh, gross. This is yeah. gross. We can turn it off right now. Turn it off. Oh, that's obviously Dale. That's clearly the most Dale, what a dumb question. I just want to say thank you, Dale, for adding to the podcast. But, but first, he does bring up a, a great yeah. question. What yeah. happens is normally the most... Um, no, I, I mean, I got it. I know the answer. You, know, you don't have to bluff your way through this one. Go window. through it. Okay, let me just admit, Mike, real quick. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, what happens? Obviously, I am the major proponent for going to the FAB system for the waiver wire. And let me just tell you what happens. If there are equal bids, then there is actually a backup 
waiver wire order system similar to the current system, and that's how the, the tiebreakers are decided. Uh, exactly what I was going to say. Well, I just wanted to uh, say it with some authority and some uh, passion and a little bit of sex appeal, John. Okay. I was also going to default on looks, but definitely if you don't have, if you have a championship ring, it doesn't mean shit, Dale. Especially when it has an asterisk. And honestly, that was the worst championship to win. You gotta like take a breather, boy. Yeah, come win another one. Now, Mike, your Mike is back on it. He's chewing something. Uh, Mike, can you nominate your person for next? He's week? eating dry ramen. He's muted. I think Mike's muted. Mike, you're, you've muted you're yourself. You've muted sir. yourself. You're you're talking at a camera. Unmute yourself, please. You are a Zoom noob, sir. And nominate. <laughs> clearly, tell us who you want to come on the next show. It's gotta be Nico. There's no one else left. Oh, I like it. Nico. Coming back to the show. We can do it. Yeah, he's in quarantine. We can do it on Zoom. Yeah, we can do it on Zoom. Um, So, Nico, you have been warned. You'll be the next guest. Mike, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Oh, I enjoyed myself. Thank you, guys. We're going to wrap up this episode right now. Um, I'd like to say goodbye for Andrew because he's left the room. He needs to pee again. Uh, Doc, you have anything you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say uh, I hope we do actually one day come round to our senses, ladies and gentlemen. And before John cuts me off, I just want to say there will be no tight end position in the 2021 season. That's all I gotta say. This podcast... Look, all I want... Can I just say, I just... I'm excited to see Ian take last place again. Oh, a little oh. hot take. Ian, you want to chip That's what I want. Ian is That's ready to chip I would gladly take 11th place again. Would you like to, to make a bet? Would you like to make a bet on that, Mike? Live on air. Live well, bet. I will. I, Dale Banning, if you're listening, I will bet you 20,000 won. I finish above Ian this season. No, I don't get Wait, wait, wait. wait. You, I, I think you, you make that bet with the man you betting against. I'll bet you 50 bucks I then, finish ahead of you. Oh, 50 <laughs> bucks he finishes ahead yeah. of you. I will take that. Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. If I lose, I lose. Grab and another, it, and I am another not bet added into the queue. Uh, Ian, you have anything you want to say to this uh, Buffon man? Yeah, uh, I see how your in-season moves go. Um, my team was lost in injuries. Yours was lost on your decision. Oh, oh. and he's wa- he's walked out. He's walked out of the apartment, Mike, on you. Now, if we had more than one mic, you would drop it right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to finish uh, up. I want to address the doctor. Well, we are not. Soon enough, won't we? This I league... also didn't draft James Conner in the first round. Oh, so. no. Oh. We are not going to even entertain the idea of dropping the tight end out of the league. I think a lot of people are behind me on yeah, that. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, now, let, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Mike, thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Folks who are listening out there, just remember, as long as you're not a Redskins fan or somebody who works for them, you're all right in this world. You are a worthwhile person. Everybody else is scum of the earth. Niku, pretty much. And, um, yeah, have a good weekend and uh, keep on going deep.